What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hey, what is up? Coach Sarit here with another solo episode. And today, we are going to be talking about the one character trait that will debilitate you from ultimately achieving your weight loss goals or your body's potential. And by the way, this is also applicable to other areas of your life because, you know, one of the things that we always say is that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And, you know, when it comes to sustainably transforming your body, you do it by building habits. Okay. And Today, we're going to squash this thought habit that is called perfectionism. Uh, You know, perfectionism in the school system may help you to get very far. You might get, you know, straight A's, 4.0 GPAs. And maybe, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm a perfectionist, you know what? Maybe up till now, Perfectionism has been the thing that helped you to get to where you were. But, you know, when it comes to true long-lasting success, I'm talking like not just the 1%, but like the 0.1%. Like they will tell you that they have failed the most. Um, You know, we were at a conference where Derek Jeter was interviewed and if I'm butchering this a little bit, no, it's because I'm I'm not a big baseball fan, at least not yet. Um, however, massive respect to him. And anyways, he's probably one of the most well-known and well-recognized baseball players. I mean, even me, like I didn't grow up in this country. I know honestly nothing about baseball other than the fact that there's nine innings. And anyways, he was interviewed and he has been one like – the MLB Hall of Famer and, you know, his success percentage of like like pitching or whatever, you know, like that movement is called. Um, It's like 23%, you know, which means that he failed 77% of the time. So he was like a master at overcoming failures. And if you're, you know, listening to this right now, you're probably like mind blown. And, you know, like if you will ask the most successful people in any area, you know, they became the most successful because they took the most hits and they failed the most. Okay. And, you know, the problem is, is that most of us live our lives, you know, like not having enough courage to take enough hits. So the rate at which we fail is too slow and the rate at which we rebound is too slow. So by the time it takes us to recover from a failure, like a year has gone by. 
So, you know, like Derek Jeter, he had to take more hits more often. And he understood that, you know, failure was just a part of the process. So, you know, today I want to talk to you about, you know, why being a perfectionist is actually not the character trait that you want to have if you do have it. And, you know, like, what it is that you need to do and what it is that you need to embrace in the case that you're listening to this and you're like, man, Sarit, I'm a perfectionist. Uh, By the way, I would love to know if you are, you know, watching this and you're like, yes, I'm a perfectionist. Can you please go ahead and drop it in the comments? Like, Just drop a P in the comments if you're a perfectionist. Um, Would love to see you. Obviously, you know, we love to engage with you guys. Um, and, you know, see what you're all about. And, you know, like person to person, if you attract who you are, I used to be a perfectionist for a longer portion of my life. Erin used to be a perfectionist, you know, for a longest portion of her life. So I can imagine that if you're watching this, chances are, honestly, you're probably a perfectionist. So like, how do we turn you from a perfectionist to, you know, uh, embrace the failure type person okay so you know what i'm about to share with you is what i remember from my experience you know when when i strive to just be perfect there's a difference between striving to be the best by the way and striving to be perfect just so you know um so you know When you strive to be perfect, you're being paralyzed because you're scared to make mistakes. You know, you're scared to take hits because you don't want to get any hits wrong. So what do you do? No, coach, put so-and-so instead because I don't want to mess up. Okay? So, you know, instead of you doing the thing that you need to do, you actually end up freezing which doesn't serve you because guess what? Execution is a part of the process. Execution is how you learn. So if you're paralyzed, you're actually slowing down your learning process and you're giving yourself less opportunities to become more resourceful and less opportunities to, you know, get better. And instead you're just there, like standing on the tracks, like, not here, not there, you know? And one of our mentors says, if you're not growing, you're dying and a flat line eventually goes down. So if you're standing on the tracks, like you're not moving, you're on a flat line, which means eventually you're gonna go down. Like the person, let's say if there's another person right next to you is like, I'm willing to take more hits, put me in coach. Guess what? They're gonna learn faster than you. They're going to get ahead of you. So, you know, let's say, let's talk about that. Like, what do I mean by standing on the tracks instead of weight in terms of weight loss? Let's say, you know, if man, I feel like people who are scared of carbs are like it, like, that's a great example. So let's say, you know, your coach told you, you know, if you're coaching with us, you know how we feel about carbs. It is not about not eating carbs. Rather, it is about eating more of the better carbs. And 
eliminating as much and limiting as much as possible processed carbs if you're more advanced just eliminating it but it's all about choices right so like the person who's you know scared of carbs is going to keep doing the same thing that they've always done maybe the keto thing and their body is not going to change versus let's say your coach was like hey have some, you know, like oatmeal with blueberries and, you know, like also add some protein and fat to it because like they're so scared to wrap their mind around it. Oh, like what if I will gain two pounds? They end up stalling for a longer period of time versus, okay, maybe there's like initial gain of like a pound too, but then guess what? From a hormonal standpoint, there is then a shift. And, you know, it's almost like the slingshot analogy, right? Like if you want to shoot the, you know, rock the farthest, you have to be able to, you have to be willing to take the rubber band back so that it can shoot forward with more force. So um, for somebody who's scared to eat carbs, let's say you want to lose weight, you, you felt like you've stalled and you you know, can't seem to wrap your head around to change your ways. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to not pull the rubber band back. I'm going to keep it right where it is. All right, then you're not putting any tension. We're not going to be able to create a shift. Okay, so, um, you know, being a perfectionist will paralyze you. Okay. Um, Also, when you're a perfectionist, you will procrastinate more because you are going to always look for the perfect time to start. I will start on Monday. I will start on January 1st. Man, let's say, what if it is, you know, like November 15th when you're watching this and, you know, you make the decision to change your ways on this day, going into January 1st, you've gained like, 45 days ahead of the person who is, oh no, I will start when everything is perfect, when there's no like lint chocolate in abundance in every single store and where I'm not getting, you know, like Ferrero Rocher's in my, you know, Santa sock, however you call it, right? And where there are no holiday parties or that sort of thing, because, you know, I want to eliminate all of that. The time has to be right. I used to be that person, you know, like I used to, and normally these are the people who, who, when it comes to like diets and things, like you take it to the extreme because you're not looking at, at it as a, how can I harmonize this over a 365 day span? Instead, you know, you go in short bouts of sprints and it gets exhausting. The goal is to learn how to do this at a marathon. And when you gain experience, then you run a marathon, you know, at the speed of a sprinter. But if you sprint, it's going to require a lot more energy. It's going to take you a way longer time to run a marathon. Weight loss aside, if you were just to try this with running, like 200 meter sprints to do a marathon will be a lot harder than you, let's say, even trying to walk for a marathon. Okay. So, you know, that's how 
from a mental standpoint, most people approach weight loss. Oh, I'll start, you know, when things are perfect. Okay, so now you're trying to run a marathon, you know, like when you're doing a sprint, you haven't even conditioned yourself to do a marathon. So it's going to take you a super duper long time to recover and you're just going to make the process longer or maybe you won't even do it. That's what happens to most people. So like when I, you know, before I approach, you know, weight loss the right way, I will go to the extreme in the summer. I would be so perfect with every single meal. I would overtrain. Okay. I didn't think so back then. Um, and then I will go back to school. And as soon as, you know, like I'll get a little bit stressed out, then like all, all hell will break loose. Like just at least a box of cereal a day, you know, like Ziploc bags full of, you know, chocolate chips and coconut shreds and M&Ms and cookies and ice cream and, you know, midnight like runs to Dunkin' Donuts to get like awful. Like, why? Because I was trying to approach it the perfect way. Like, oh, if I can't do this perfect, then I'm not going to do it anyways. You know, so if you, if you're currently thinking this way, I want to challenge your thinking because I used to be that person. I'm going to tell you, you are holding yourself back. Just saying. And because of that, you're going to give up more easily, right? Because let's say you want to really have a cookie, right? You're like, oh, well, if I eat a cookie, I'm just, I'm going to have to eat the whole box of cookies. And if I eat the whole box of cookies, then I already, you know, gone, done, messed it up. So I might as well, oh shit, it's only Friday. Let me repeat it on Saturday and Saturday. And even if on Sunday, you know, like I'm ready, I'm not actually going to start until Monday because Sunday is not when you start. So let me eat a little bit more and maybe I'll eat, you know, some buffalo chicken pizza and some breadsticks and tomorrow I'll start by basically starving myself. You know, if you're watching this and you're like, dude, I feel like you're talking to me. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to the person I used to be. That used to be me. Okay. And I share this with love, with deep sincerity, because man, like if, if, if the old Sarit stood right next to me, then I would freaking shake her. And I'm like, dude, there is a better way. You just have to wrap your head around it. And I feel like, you know, when it comes to what we do, the hardest thing about it is initially wrapping our head around it. And when you do, it's a whole new world because you would be able to have a cookie on Friday, but then you're like, you know what? I told myself I'll only eat one, eat one cookie. So maybe I wasn't perfect today, but going into tomorrow, I'm still going to do that workout early in the morning and then I'm going to eat clean and then I'm not going to over drink alcohol and over drink like chips and salsa. I mean, overeat chips and salsa and, you know, like whatever else may come my way. So, you know, this is not about you being perfect because when you do your threshold and your bandwidth is so low. 
okay? Because life is not perfect. So because of that, you have less courage because your comfort zone is only when things are perfect, I will do the thing. But what if I told you, no, maybe you are in school right now. And maybe it is finals or maybe it is midterms or maybe you have, you know, like some kind of, you know, like crazy project to work on. Have the courage to take yourself to the gym, even if it's just 30 minutes. Heck, if you're doing any of our workout programs at this point in time, you don't even need to go to the gym. You can even do it from your office. You can do it from your living room. You can do it from, you know, like wherever. There's no excuse, you know, so like have the courage to act differently. For me, it was like, okay, if I was not perfect, then I'm not going to do the thing. Dude, I just limited myself. You know, you're going to have less courage to try new experiences. Hang out with certain people. You're going to create less opportunities for yourself because if it is not black and white, then I'm not going to do it. Well, shit, you're just limiting yourself from life, honestly. So, I mean, I don't know. It's your choice. You know, um, one of our mentors told us this. Erin and Street, if you want to be successful, all you need is courage. Because when you have courage, you allow yourself to do new things, even if like they're not familiar to you. And how are you going to be able to break through? By doing things that are unfamiliar. And to do things that are unfamiliar, you need to have courage. That's why kids grow and adults don't, unless they intentionally make it a point to, you know, like... You know, let's say join the the ES Army, like do self-development programs, like go to like all these things. Kids grow because they have courage. You know, let's say they see this game in the playground and there's a 50-50 chance that they're going to fall on their knees and scrape them. Or there's a 50-50% chance that they're going to feel like they're flying in the air for one second. A kid is going to go for, what can I gain from this? Okay, cool. So let's say you fail. Sucks for you. You now just scraped your knees. It's going to hurt for a little bit. You'll get over it. Or, you know, you're going to fly for one second. Meanwhile, adults, it's like, you know, get paralyzed if, you know, there's no 100% certainty. So what do you end up doing? Nothing. You know, um, you may have heard the, the term, no pain, no gain. I like that statement to some degree because from a kinesiology standpoint, if your body is in pain, let's say you're doing like kettlebell swings and your low back is hurting and you keep going, you might just be doing a stupid thing. 
that could be hurting your back, you know, but in the sense, no pain, no gain, you have to be willing to put something on the line and maybe experience a little bit of pain in order to gain something. It's true. Life is all about give and take, you know, and people who are courageous are willing to focus on, you know, the brighter side of, you know, the thing that could be causing them temporary uh, pain, temporary pain for a long-term gain. That's what courage is all about. No courage because you're being perfect unless something is going to give you a hundred percent gain. Guess what? You're not going to put yourself through the pain. Derek Jeter, right? He was courageous <laughs> to fail 77% of the time. But he bounced back super fast because when you are really good and your failure rate is so high, it's because you take massive action. Okay. And you get better and better and better and better. Um, the other thing that you need to focus on if you're currently, you know, in this perfectionist mindset is fail fast, fail forward, just like Derek Jeter. He, he went for the 23% as soon as he could. So if you know that you've got this habit, this habit, this habit, and this habit to overcome, like the sooner you start executing on it, the sooner you're going to like gain traction. It's all about how soon can I gain traction and how open-minded I am. Did you guys hear this? Crazy thunders. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's about how fast can you gain traction? And once you do gain traction, like how quickly can you, you know, like elevate but if you don't fail fast, you're not going to fail forward. Now, I'm not just saying like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, and I have all this courage, but you know, you're just, th there's no logic around it. I'm not saying that, you know? Like, it's about understanding the lesson that happens with every failure, right? So like all you're doing is literally just adding more tools to your tool basket faster. But, it, you know, you have to be a courageous person and you got to have a really positive attitude. So you're looking at it in the sense of, yes, you know, like I'm adding tools to my toolbox. And honestly, you know, it's also about elevating your level of discipline at the same time. Because if you keep on, you know, failing in the same way over and over and over again without learning from it. I mean, look, just not going to help you very much, right? So the next thing, you that's why it's important to have a support system so that you will have some, you know, like people who are in this journey with you speaking logic to you when you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're going to fly. If you think you're going to die, you will die. If you think you're going to fly, you will fly. You know, and belief is something that has to be borrowed. So if you need to change your belief system about what it is that, you know, you can do 
about what it is that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, you have to get people who are playing the same game as you are. And also you have to get people who are playing a bigger game than you are. The same game in a bigger way. Derek Jeter needed to have a team around him. He needed to have mentors. He didn't just do it by himself. Otherwise, he's going to like take a hit in the same way over and over and over again and not actually learning from it. Versus is, you know, you got a coach, you got a mentor. It's like, hey, you took the wrong hit. Let's do this next time. Okay, cool, coach. Put me in. Boom. Hey, next time you do this, like, you know, change your stance in this and that way. Okay, cool. Got it. Right? So like, after a thousand hits of not doing it right, like he's a hundred times better. See what I'm saying? So, you know, you gotta have um, a support system around you and you have to determine how supportive is that support system. And the reason I share that with you is because a lot of people who claim to be supportive are not actually supportive. If you're, let's say your support system is, you know, your husband or your wife and, you know, God bless their souls, but, you know, they weigh 50 pounds more than you. And I'm not saying like just straight up muscle, jacked, like lean. I'm talking like fat and you're like, you're seeking support from them when they're behind you, then you're looking for support in the wrong places. Now they could still be supportive in your life when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your kids, when it comes to your career, fine. But not specifically when it comes to shaping your habits of all things weight loss. Because if they are 50 pounds heavier than you, then guess what? Chances are is that their habits are worse than yours. Unless... You guys both started in at the same time and let's say they were 100 pounds heavier than you. And you guys are moving at a similar pace. They just have, you know, like they've got a longer way to go. But, you know, for the most part, and I hear this so often and I'm like, it's, it's probably one of the stupidest things. It's like if you're trying to get to, let's say, seventh grade and you hire a teacher who is, you know, like only taught fourth grade, how the heck are you going to be able to gain the skills and tools to get you to eighth grade? You're not. Then why is it that when it comes to you creating the habits that you need to take you to the next level, you listen to, you know, fourth grade teachers? I hope you understand my analogy. And we see that all the time in society. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, the last thing, if you have a, what you would consider to be a perfectionist type personality, shift your way of thinking with regards to mistakes. Mistakes are actually If you have the right support system, if you're all about, let me fail fast, fail forward. If you have courage to do whatever it takes to get to your goals, mistakes. If you're aware and you're accountable. Are actually missed takes. 
when you don't know something, you're just going to miss it. If you can't see the ball coming your way, you're going to miss it. That does not make you a bad baseball player. You just didn't see the ball. But, you know, if your coach is like, look left, there is a ball coming. Now you know where to look. So mistakes are also missed takes, which can be your greatest asset. And that is why you got to have the courage to fail fast, fail forward so that you can turn your mistakes into missed takes and, you know, shift your liabilities into an asset. I mean, really, like, this is not a financial conversation, but that's what, you know, every successful person in every area of life does. They turned a pain into a pleasure. They turned a liability into an asset. They pr- turned a problem into a solution. And unless you're willing to take the hits, you will not be able to see what is the problem. You will not know what the liability is. You will not know how to, you know, problem solve it. So, you know, if you watch this video and you do have what we call the perfectionist mentality, I want you to know that I totally get where you're coming from. For a longer portion of my life, I used to be just that until I decided to make a decision to change my ways because obviously my ways did not work. And, you know, I kept running into the same situation over and over and over again. And I don't know about you, but I would rather like, you know, miss hits and know that my life constantly keeps improving than be paralyzed because, you know, missing hits is not going to make me feel good in the moment. But then I look back 20 years and I'm like, man, look at all of these shots that I could have taken. And had I taken them, where would I be right now? Remember this, we're all here for a very limited amount of time. So I don't know about you, but I'm here about making it a point to make a stance while living the best life possible, while not compromising on things that I do not agree with. And, you know, if you feel the very same way, then I hope you use that as an opportunity to, you know, be more open minded about, you know, just changing your ways a little bit. You know, you do not become somebody who fails fast and fail forward from a person who used to be paralyzed. First, be, you know, open-minded to, okay, what if I fail and I just have this cookie? And then, you know, like, I stop afterwards. Like, what do you think that'll do to your life one month from now, one year from now? Versus I'm not going to eat any cookies, but then when you have one cookie, you know, you end up eating a thousand cookies in a matter of 30 days. Just a thought. I hope that this added value to you. Um, If it did and there is somebody in your life that you know would find value in it, please. All that I ask is that you go ahead and you share this with them Um, in the case that you're not yet very familiar with who I am. My name is Sarit and Aaron, myself and our team are on a mission to transform the lives of millions of people through the same movement, nutrition and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. And considering that we're here to help you, if you check out the description, maybe there is, you know, 
uh, one or a few resources that can help you to get out of your own way and find the better way. And, uh, you know, we hope to see you in future videos. If you haven't already subscribed to our channel, make it a point to do so, so that you can be notified every time we drop a new video, which by the way, we do very frequently. So I hope that you have a beautiful day. I hope you make it a point to get out of your own way and seek a better way. Here's to your greatness. Take care. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.